Hello. Hey, Kyle. Hey, how are you? I'm doing all right. How are you? Doing good. Good. Just uh, having a relaxing uh, Sunday. Yeah, we haven't done nothing. <laughs> we haven't. <laughs> I only left the house to get breakfast, and that was about it. Yeah, that's that's same here. I only left to get lunch, and that was it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We've that's been ordering like takeout, so we had yeah. some food delivered for lunch. Nice. It's been a pretty mellow Sunday. Mm-hmm. Were you watching the game? Yeah, it's a really exciting game. It's three to three. <laughs> oh, okay. A lot of offense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I did I think the Patriots just scored, and it's ten to three. Uh, yeah, I wasn't watching, but I had, I saw on Twitter people were complaining about how boring it was. Yeah, it was pretty. It's pretty. Well, I, I guess you could consider it a defensive game. It's. I mean, there's been a lot of yeah. good defense play. Yeah. I didn't really care. I just don't want to see the Patriots win, and it looks like they will. <laughs> yeah, same old story. Yeah. Yep. So we have a few questions I thought we'd start off with. Oh, nice. Rob wants to know what he should buy next. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I would say give him anything from a dollar to four hundred dollars, because he's a yeah. big spender. <laughs> he's a high roller. He's a high roller. Hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't really. Personally, I don't really go for the the big books. You know, as far as cost wise. Yeah. Um, I'm more of a like a bargain bargain hunter myself. Mm-hmm. So I'll take uh, I'll take a fifty cent bin any day. <laughs> yeah, Just I mean it's dig, less out of your wallet. Dig through the fifty cent box and whatever I find, I'll take. <laughs> but what would you tell him to buy if it's um, an appearance of somebody? Let's see. So he just got Plastic Man number one. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, trying to remember what Rob likes. Um, Who cares what he likes? He didn't say that. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um, how about the... Uh, let's see. How about the... <coughs> First, um, how about the first uh, Robot Man? Oh, which the Golden Age or the one that's in uh, All Star Squadron? Uh, let's go uh, Golden Age or Doom Patrol. Because there's uh, two, yeah. two Robot Mans. Are you talking the Doom Patrol one or the? Yeah, Doom Patrol. Oh, okay. What is that? Is it is his first appearance is in my greatest uh my greatest I adventure. think it is. Um, let me see if I can find it. First appearance of Doom Patrol. 
Uh, yeah, you're, you're, he needs to get uh, my greatest adventure number eighty. Yeah, I have it. <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I don't have eighty-one through eighty-four though, but uh, I should get them. Because those are the only ones that are Doom Patrol related that I'm missing. And I've seen 82 around somewhere. <clears throat> I don't remember if it was my comic shop or where. But, uh... That's a good one to have. It's the first appearance of the Doom Patrol. It's kind of like the first appearance of the New Mutants. It has them all. <laughs> mm-hmm. First appearance of the Doom Patrol. First appearance of Elastigirl. First appearance of Negative Man. First appearance of Robot Man, first appearance of General Immortus, and then the origins of all of them. So that's a good issue to have. Nice. Yeah, and I'm I'm assuming it's probably he doesn't going have up it. too. Yeah, it's probably going up because the TV show is yeah, coming out the... really soon. Yeah, that's true. Mhm. I'm gonna go more in the dollar bins. Oh, I'm nice. Go... I think that he should get Resurrection Man. Volume 1 from 1997 to 1999, 1 through uh, 27 with a 1 million issue. Hmm. And that's uh, Dan Abnett, Andy Lanning did the whole thing with Butch Geist doing the majority of the art. So that's what I recommend to uh, Rob. Nice. Why do you say that? Because I liked it, and I don't care if he does or not. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. I think he does like Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning, though, so he might he might dig it. Yeah, that's a good uh, creative team. They did do the New 52 version of them. Yeah. But it yep. wasn't as good as the first original series, in my opinion. So that that gets Rob's question, and then I think we have a couple of them. Which, this is from Nick Wetmore. He gave us a four. Um, which hostess snack treat would different members of the JLA choose as their favorite one? <laughs> I'm not good at these types of questions. Well, there was that coconut one, the coconut with the green filling, uh, that they already did a Green Lantern Hostess cupcake with it, and then there oh, were that's right. there were yeah. flash cakes. They had the flash cakes. Mm-hmm. I forgot about those. Uh, you could have the Batman being a, a Hostess cupcake because it's black and it's dark, yeah. and. I... Uh, I would imagine that Martian Manhunter's got his has got to be something chocolate, um, oh, like a, the... maybe maybe a ho ho or something. Yeah, since he likes Oreos. A ho ho or a Swiss? What do they call them? The Swiss rolls? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Or my favorite, those devil's food, a uh, Susie Q's. Yeah, those are good. I like Susie Q's. Yep. Don't give me a box of Susie Q's. I'll finish it in one shot. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not very big, so. Yeah, 
I think it comes with six. Wonder Woman, uh, something golden lassoy. <laughs> golden cupcake, Twinkie. Those are called the golden snack of the. Give her the Twinkie. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. And then, who else would be? We got Green Lantern, Flash, Superman. Uh, su- Superman, yeah. I can't think of any more. Maybe the um, maybe the oatmeal cream pie. That's Little Debbie, though, isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, it might be. Yeah. But you could give him an oatmeal cream pie. Screw it. You give him the double (laughs) oatmeal cream pie, the one that's the huge one, giant (laughs) size ones. Yeah. And then uh, we got Martian Manhunter. The only one left, really, that's the big one would be Aquaman. Something in the yeah. water or blue. <laughs> Some hydro thing. Hmm. I can't think of a hydro snack. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if there's any Hostess cakes that we missed. Um, yeah, because most of them are chocolate. Yeah, and they're all pretty much the same. They're just a little dis, like slightly different. Yeah. You could give him an give him another Twinkie. You could give him yeah. the orange-filled Twinkie. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Limited edition orange-filled Twinkie to match his costume. Yeah. <clears throat> Sounds good. And then then we have the same question for potato chips. Oh man. Um I would give Funyuns to Wonder Woman because they're kind of like a lasso-y, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yellow. See, you're going for, like, appearance. I'm I'm trying to think about the taste. Uh, like, in the, like the Wonder Woman would hate the onion. No, I don't. Yeah. Um... Oh, man. Uh... Martian I mean, Superman. Manhunter could go for pickled-flavored Lay's. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, and those are those are actually like one of my favorite flavors. I love those. Pickle flavor. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I would imagine Superman is just a plain Lay's guy. You straight know, Lay's potato They're just chips. Just straight Lay's, yeah. Batman seems more like a tortilla chip, so he could put it in the salsa or bean dip. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know if uh I don't know if Batman would even eat chips, you know? Cuz I mean he he, eat he, a chip. he well he eats whatever Alfred makes for him, you and know. Maybe he's bringing him a sandwich and a bag of chips. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He, he brings him some funky soups and stuff like that. Yeah, or maybe Alfred is whipping up like some homemade chips or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. He's always eating soups. Flash. What's fast? I I bet Flash likes the 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 um 
like the super hot chips. Green Arrow would like that because he's into the chili. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Flash one would be yeah the chili chip. They have the Lay's ones with the red yeah. hot chili flavoring. Yeah. <clears throat> and then let's see. Uh... Cheetos has to go to somebody. Cheetos, uh, maybe uh... Aquaman. No, you yeah. do some kind of like fishy chip. <clears throat> yeah, Aquaman could be like the like the salt, the sea salt and vinegar chips. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it's kind of like the fish and chips uh, flavor with the vinegar. I can see Martian Manhunter eating Cheetos because he likes yeah. Oreos. Yeah, that's Cheetos. a good point. Yep. Be crunching away on it. And definitely don't give him the flaming hot ones. Yeah, he stay away from that. Although Scorch is, he's like banging the Scorch. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he's maybe he sneaks down at in the middle of the night to sneak <laughs> away some of the the hot ones <laughs> yeah. when no one's no one's looking. A little bit of sexual. Uh... <laughs> with the chips, the hot chips. Yeah, well, he's actually Scorch is feeding him the the flaming hot ones uh, <laughs> during their foreplay. That's right. She's feeding yeah. it to him. He's sitting on the couch, and she's like, "Here's the chip." <laughs> she just she just like puts those all over her body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that covers most of the chips. <laughs> Somebody had to eat Cheetos. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Flash would eat Cheetos more than the hot stuff. He seems like he would go through a bag of chips like no time. Just like yeah, Ch and that's kind of what I was thinking too. Like with his metabolism, like he he probably I mean whatever probably, has the most carbs, he'd probably just eat everything really. <laughs> he'd go through everybody else's bag too. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, the next question is, would the DC Spotlight crew ever head back and read an arc of Chase and talk about your thoughts on the title? I loved it back in the day and sort of miss this type of book now. That's a good one. Have you ever yeah, heard of it? I've, I haven't read any of it. I know, I know who she is, but I've not read any of, I've not, I haven't read the series. Yeah, it's a Dan Curtis, uh, J.H. Williams type book. And, yeah, uh, she like started a, off in Batman, and, uh, and she's like a private eye. Yeah, she works for the D.E.O. kind of thing. <clears throat> if I remember correctly, she works for Mr. Bones. That would be a good one for you to pick up. I mean, uh, if you could find yeah. that. It's not a lot of issues. It's only nine issues plus a one million. Yeah, I would I would pick that up. <coughs> that could definitely be. Uh... Well, when when you pick it up, if you pick it up, maybe we can cover that on the show. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll do that. 
Danny says, would love to hear the chitter chatter from the DC spotlight studs. I guess that's us. <laughs> Regarding the entrance of Kyle as Green Lantern and Connor as Green Arrow, was it jarring? A nice change of pace? Meh. Or were you, you missing the older characters? For Kyle, I Kyle was a breath of fresh air for yeah. me because I always thought Hal was a straight edge low personality type character and Kyle was more like Wally where I could, hey, this guy's cool. He draws comics, his girlfriend's in the fridge, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) he's fighting major disaster. I kind of liked it. I mean, not major disaster, major Major force. Major force, yeah. Yeah, I I agree. I think it's always a breath, I think it's always a nice change and, um, the I actually just picked up the uh um the Kyle Rayner uh trade that they put out. The uh the the one that they did put out, yeah. They yeah can- the, canceled volume two. Yeah, the the uh yeah, I just picked up the first one, but um yeah, I, I really liked I really like Kyle. Um like you said, he's He's just more relatable than Hal. Um, you Plus, know, he became like more a, powerful, in my opinion. Like he was—he's oh, yeah. the one that got the ion energy and everything. He became like the—he became a god at, a god. at one point. Yeah, he, yeah. He was—he was creating what he was creating. Uh, didn't he create like a whole planet or something? Yeah, I think so. He created—he created life basically. Yeah, but, it was a white lantern. Um, yeah, and and even in the early in the early stuff, like he He fought he Parallax too. He fought Hal. Yeah, and like he 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 was so he was so good even when he first started, like he didn't even he didn't even know the limitations of the Green Lantern ring, but because he didn't know the limitations they didn't apply to him. Like yeah. Connor wasn't as impactful, but he was a good filler of a green green arrow because his father was dead. Yeah. He blew up in the plane. My uh one of my favorite like actually one of my favorite uh moments in the JLA is uh when him and uh him and uh Ray Palmer killed Darkseid in the uh, the Grant Morrison um, Rock of Ages story. Ah, I thought that. I mean, that to me was just amazing. Yeah. So I I love that character just for that. <laughs> yeah. So I think we both agree there. It's good to change things up every now and then. Oh yeah, for sure. And plus, plus it's the DC legacy thing. I mean, that's when they shine. Is when they have legacy. Yeah, and the pass and, of the torch. Right, and and really, like whenever there's change like that, I mean, you say it all the time, but whenever there's change like that, it it always goes back to the status quo at some point, you know. Yeah. Um, but then if you're introducing new characters, those characters can still be around. Mm-hmm. 
And then the last question is, what did you think of Connor Kett being revealed as having Lex Luthor DNA back in the day? That was Jeff Johns. That was the Teen Titans Super and Superboy thing. Do you remember that? I think it was an issue one. Uh, yeah, I haven't. I haven't read that. Oh man, that's so good. That's another one you need to put on your list. That's the. That's just the Jeff Johns Teen Titans. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good run of Teen Titans. I, I would say you know everybody talks about Marv Wolfman Perez and yeah that's fantastic. But uh, if you had to say what is next up in there, as as far as quality, it's the uh, the third series, which is 2003 to 2011, and Jeff Johns did the. Let's see, he did. He did like the first 45 issues. So yeah, did, I knew he, he had he, a he, lot. He did a good run, and then Sean McKeever sort of takes over, and then you have some JT Cruel. But uh, that's a good run of Titans as a whole. Like I liked it all. Tell you the truth. Yeah, I've got a few of those issues. I don't have number one though. Did you did you buy the first iteration of the Walmart uh, books? The very no, first I did. ones. Okay. No, I didn't. Because it's well, I did. I I didn't get the Teen Titans one. Oh, okay. That was the that's in that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I got the I got the Batman, the Superman, and the Justice League. Yeah. The Teen Titans one has the Jeff Johns run in there because I reread it there just recently. <clears throat> hmm. Yeah, you'd like it. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, so I actually just I just picked up on the the Comicsology sale. Um, I picked up a bunch of the the Wolfman Teen Titans uh, trades. Oh, nice. Um, I'll have to get the. Uh, I'll have to look for another sale and get the Jeff Johns stuff. Mm-hmm. Check those out. So it's a good thing to maybe think, keep in mind to queue up in the future. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. So I think that's it for for questions. So why don't we jump into the retro review, which is our Justice League. Issues 80 through 82. Yeah. Yeah, this was... Uh... Talk about anti... Uh, what do you... Um, the opposite of decompression. <laughs> oh, I know. It was... Uh, <laughs> Holy moly. We got to 82, <laughs> and I was thinking, how is this going to end in this issue? You know? A lot. I mean... <clears throat> I mean, this is only three issues, and a lot happens. I yeah. mean, a lot happens. Yeah, I mean, a lot a lot happened to Justin82 um, to, to finish it off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they uh, this was a... The kind of the, the reveal in this was just amazing. Um the kind of the re- reveal behind what was actually happening. Yeah. Um, but uh, they've kind of been teasing 
they've been teasing this Manson guy um, for a couple of the previous uh, arcs that we covered mm-hmm. um, because of uh, Faith. Because I guess he, I guess he kind of created Faith's powers or something. Yeah. Well, the couple issues we knew that she was government oriented, and Batman was pushing back. Right. Like you're not gonna get her back. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> what was fascinating though is they entered the the ones that were not Access America. The there's these two weird Donna Matrix looking women. And this box that's called the word, or I think it's the word. Uh, the mouth. The mouth. Okay. Yeah, the mouth. The mouth can, like, influence thoughts, like what you think happened and stuff. And it was like guiding the Justice League to think they had a Waco type event, and mm-hmm. they were they were responsible for the deaths of all of them. So Superman even turned himself in. Well, and they were they were siding with the yeah they were siding with the safe haven guys. Yeah, because um, the government wanted to attack. Yeah, but it uh, it turned out the safe haven guys were part of the Axis. Yeah, at least at least the man and the woman the, that were the main leaders of the. Yeah, those two metahumans. Yeah. But it that's that issue ended up crazy because it was like they were there and they were trying to to calm things down and then that explosion happened and all hell broke loose. Yeah, it it uh, yeah it looked it kind of looked like um, it kind of looked like the uh, the pol- the police or the SWAT team. Or whoever it was, um, it kind of looked like they they started everything. But kind of looking back on it, I don't. I'm not sure if they maybe did since they since the safe haven, the two safe haven uh, metas were in on it. Yeah. There could have been some other manipulation did, there. Did you read it like too that like without John Stewart, they probably would have died. Like, his willpower was just so strong oh. that he was able to encompass the entire explosion. Oh, for sure, yeah. Um, yeah, without him, they would have died, but then they still almost died with him, too. Yeah. Um, because he was, he was uh, like, hypnotized or whatever by that mouth. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he he held that for what? Like uh it was was it a couple days that he held that or It almost looked like it was like a 2 to 3 day event. Like, yeah, that's I mean that's kinda that's kind of how I read it. Yeah. And that first issue was interesting too because it opened up like it's date night. Oh, Diana and Bruce are going <laughs> to go out and they're not going to go out in costume. They're going out like on a date. Yeah. And then it cut to a, a few hours later, and it looks like Bruce had to get in his Batman garb and take care of something and left uh, Diana with Alfred. <laughs> yeah, and he didn't... Uh, yeah, because he wasn't 
He wasn't with the rest of the JLA. He ran off somewhere else. Um, can't find the page where. Yeah, he just uh, he just comes back and and Alfred is stitching him up. Yeah, it's kind of like the movie The Justice League. I don't know if you saw it, but there's a scene where Wonder Woman kind of walks in on Batman. And he just takes off his shirt, and she just looks at him like, "Man, this guy's human. Like, he's oh, just the, the, brutally in, injured." <laughs> oh, the the most recent Justice yeah. League movie. Yeah, 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 I saw it. It was kind of similar scene. Yeah, where he takes off his shirt, and he's just his whole back is covered with stuff. Oh yeah. I always liked. I always felt that they were a better couple than than Wonder Woman Superman. Because yeah, it, it and... had more to play off of because he, he was totally human and she was a god. And I liked that more than having two gods be together. Yeah, and special especially with her um especially with her kind of history, like if she's um, is like with her and Steve Trevor also, like it's, it, it kind of makes sense to me to have her be with, uh, a regular human. Um, cause she, even though she's a, a God, she, she seems to really appreciate and understand humans very well. Are you there? Hey. Hey. Yeah, I, I lost you for a second there. I, I couldn't hear you anymore. That was weird. Yeah. I was about to call you back, but I'm back. Yeah, I was looking at my thing, and it didn't look like we were disconnected, but I, I, couldn't, uh, I couldn't hear anything. Yeah, I could hear you. Hmm. Well, I could hear you. You weren't saying anything, but I could hear, like, your mic clicking or... You know, like you moving, oh, breathing, huh. and I was like, "He's there. Why can't he hear me?" <laughs> huh. So um, yeah, that's weird. It, I know I didn't hear hit mute because it's in a weird place. It's like on the side of my ear. Yeah, I would have to reach over there and hit it. But um, anyway, I was just saying how Scorch. I mean, Mar- Martian Manhunter is going to see. Scorch. Oh yeah. To try to help him with his fire problem, mm-hmm. and it seems like she she needs him his help. So it's like a mutual type of healing, I guess. <laughs> but she wants some sort of like psychiatric help, I guess. Yeah. With, I don't know. I guess with something in her past, maybe. Yeah, like she sort of sold her soul or something. She needs him to kind of use his mental abilities to to get in there and overcome something, I think. Yeah. But, but there, she, there, yeah. there there's a there's a point in time where it looks like Martian Manhunter's giving up. Like I can't do this anymore. Like I can't it's not working. And well, he he looked. It was like when he went inside her mind. Um, yeah. He started seeing stuff, and uh, he he didn't like it. 
So, yeah, he kind of gave up. He didn't give up that hard. He, he ended up, they ended right. up uh, getting it on. Yeah, she was, well, she was pretty upset when he was trying to yeah. give up. And that story was happening, like, in all three issues, off yeah. and on, as this big event was happening in this, this particular area. And, like, Superman was in prison. Like, he imprisoned himself. And Wonder Woman wasn't at the event because she was with Batman. And uh, she went to go try to talk to Superman. And Manitou Raven, which I absolutely find fascinating... He, mm-hmm. He's involved in the story, and so is his wife. And they like put these spiders in their ear, so they can <laughs> sort of communicate. Yeah. And Firestorm is trying to teach, trying to teach his wife how to talk without using the spider, and using like Sesame Street and like kids shows to to show her how to speak. Yeah, he's trying to teach her English. Yeah. Yeah, in uh, yeah, in the after Superman kind of locks himself up, <laughs> Manitou stumbles into a casino. <laughs> <laughs> that was fascinating, pretty though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he's sort of naive, because he doesn't like know like current t- time, like he doesn't. Yeah, he's, he's out of He's trying to find out more out about his people and and they're in they're working in the casino and they it's the casino's on Native American land. Yeah. And he, he's trying to adjust to it. Like, you know, what what the hell is going on here? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even understand what they mean when they say Native Americans. Yeah. Yeah, he doesn't. So that yeah. that's fascinating. I, 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 I really like the Manitou Raven. And then the other part I really liked is you have Major Disaster and Faith. Faith thinks she destroyed. It's her fault that the place went up because of her. And yeah. she wants to turn herself into her old boss. And Major Disaster's there, and he's kind of like, no, I did it. I'm the one that did this. And, uh, well, I, and what's funny, too, is both of these characters, they're taking it so hard and they think they've destroyed the JLA mm-hmm. because each one of them is kind of trying to redeem themselves right? for like what they did in the past. Mm-hmm. But they think they've screwed it, screwed up now. Yeah, I I like this. This is good stuff. And Axis yeah. America really wasn't too involved in it. Like I thought, I thought the three issues would involve them. The first issue it was just them because they were running the the Waco place, mm-hmm. the Safe Haven or what? I don't. What do they call it? I think it was Safe Haven. Yeah. Yeah, they were running that place, and. Um, then then it seemed like their membership grew to like six. Yeah, they seven. were kind of they were kind of doing stuff behind the scenes the whole time and and they weren't really revealed until the last issue. Mm. 
But what I thought was interesting, um, so when Firestorm and Batman and Adam are like digging through the wreckage of everything, yeah, like lo- looking for survivors, like all they were finding was like body parts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, the the axis actually actually found like body parts somewhere and mixed them in with this stuff. Yeah, so they thought it was. But I think Manitou is what there's nobody dead here. Yeah. Did, didn't he show up later and say there's nobody dead or Yeah, he he comes in when they're looking through the wreckage and then he Batman gets him to to like do a spell or something. Um because Batman's like desperate for answers. Um, and uh, yeah, Manitou kind of, I guess, scans the place and says, No one died here. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I just looked at the page with uh, <clears throat> Martian Manhunter. He's like, He's like spread across the ceiling of uh, of the little cabin that they're in. <laughs> <laughs> and Scorch is smoking a cigar. Yeah. And Manhunter is like melting all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> So um, they they eventually find out what's going on, and Faith turns on her old boss when she realizes what's happening. Yeah, she almost goes back to him. She she was close. He almost got her. Yeah. Yeah. They're but called he the clock uh... watchers. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, he didn't want he didn't want a uh, major disaster at all. Yeah, but it was it was it was a fascinating piece because it it just seems like they've been having to deal with. I, I think there's a scene too. Is there is it in this book or am I thinking of the previous arc where uh, they're they're trying to do their diversity. And Luther's there questioning their diversity. Like, they're in front of the UN, and he's like, hey, I want you to introduce Superman's there, and I want to introduce these new members. And he's like, Manitou Raven, and Major Disaster. And Luther says, with an extensive system of the GLA reserves already in place, what gives these four the right to stand alongside with Luminaire? Uh, luminaries as Wonder Woman and the Flash other than the fact that you've hit your quotas with a black, a Latina, a Native American, and a redneck with a criminal record. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. Especially because of what's happening contemporary, you know. (laughs) Oh, yeah. With like all the comics gate and diversity and things. I I thought that was just fascinating to hear him say that. And he was the president at the time. Yeah. Yeah, that was issue 80. Um, yeah. And, 
it, yeah, it, it's kind of uh, I it's kind of weird um because that's the only I think that's the really the only page that Luther shows up on in the whole arc. Yep. Um which is odd, but but yeah, that I mean obviously um I mean, obviously, all of this stuff was, you know, has been prevalent um, all this time. It's just, you know, now it's now it's getting attention, and now people are talking about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was really good. And then they were like questioning, like that didn't really go well. Well, Superman's like, well, that went as well as can be, and the other guys weren't looking at it as optimistically as he was. Yeah. <laughs> So the, the this was this was a, a a good three arc story and a lot freaking happened in three issues. Mm-hmm. They could have made this easy a six issue run. Yeah, for sure. And he even and he even was able to squeeze in that Martian Manhunter stuff too. Yeah, and the date. Yeah. The Batman and Wonder Woman and, date. And the date is really odd because it starts on the like the second page mm-hmm. um and then there's several pages in between before we see batman back again yeah and he's kind of apologizing like hey you know i didn't know this was gonna happen yeah <laughs> and i think they set up for another date like they yeah they're gonna have to go on a follow-on date yeah. I love the uh I love the the scene with uh Superman and Flash catching all the bullets. Yeah. That's awesome. That's an awesome uh page. Yeah, because there's going to be a a huge firefight between everyone and Flash is just catching everything he's too fast mm-hmm. <laughs> it was cool to see um it was cool to see john have a big part in this also um because john yeah yeah because really really he's kind of been in just in the background through all this yeah you know like he'll have a line here or there and you'll see him doing things in the background um but but for him to have like the basically the the key part in saving all the lives, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. If it wasn't for him, every I think the plan wouldn't have, I mean, would have went the way of the Access America wanted it to, and right. the government, because yeah. they would have had faith back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then, and th- then we wanted to talk briefly about Young Justice and Naomi. Yeah. You were able to get those. Yeah. Yeah, young, I. Y- young Justice yeah. really surprised me. I don't know if it did you, but <clears throat> I I didn't expect it to be as well. I don't know, like it felt like it was part of old continuity, you know, mm-hmm. and. 
the fact that they said, hey, seven crises has happened and it looks like something else is brewing with this gem world that could cause a, an eighth crisis. So yeah, I, I found that fascinating. I thought it was cool that um, that gem world was kind of the um, the antagonist here. Mm-hmm. They kind of started things off, which was cool because at least the stuff I read, I don't normally see gem world all that often. Right. The other thing that I was pleasantly surprised to see was uh, Ginny Hex. I, I really liked her character. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a surprise for me. Yeah, that was cool. Because <laughs> she's just driving into Metropolis, you know, and then all this Gemworld stuff just happens to break loose as she's pulled over by a cop. And she's yeah, got and they... shotguns, and she's trying to explain to the cop... No, we always carry these in Texas. You know, <laughs> this is just the way it is. <laughs> yeah. And like Tim is like, is that a shotgun? Is that she real bullets? Yeah. Are those real bullets? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> I really like how. Uh, I like how badass he makes Tim here. Yeah, I did um, too. I mean, he just—he just—I mean, he takes care of all these guys pretty much himself. Yeah, because it's just really him and Ginny Hex, and yeah, uh, and then at the very last part of it, Impulse and uh, Wonder Girl show up. Yeah, and Impulse is written really well. I mean, I know you didn't read the Jeff Johns Titans, but it's very much in the vein of his titans because it shows him as like hyperactive kind of like you know like mm-hmm. he's talking fast and he's very impulsive <laughs> that's the way yeah, he was he, so well and yeah and he shows up in 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 Jeff John's flash run too yeah cuz yeah. flash is his uh mentor yeah wally's his mentor but he kind of like leaves him off eventually with max mercury and then Max Mercury trains him. Yeah, I liked how he impulse. He pretty much like the way he talks. He couldn't like keep one one train of thought going. He's like all <laughs> over the place. He's like me when I buy comics. <laughs> he's like yeah. <laughs> he's like Superman, Justice League, Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Mister T. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, that was cool. And then you you learn about uh, what is her name, Teen Lantern, which they really don't show. They only show her constructs in the comic book, but she is on the cover. Oh, I need to look at the cover. I was gonna say because I, I was try. I was look. I was reading it, and I was like, Are they gonna show? Are they gonna show who this is? And I don't oh, think they do. Is. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, because she's in that giant construct. Yeah, she's in that armored robo RoboCop type looking. Yeah, now construct. I see her. So does she? Um, is this her first appearance? Yeah, and uh, Jenny Hex first appeared in the Walmart specials. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the Superman one, I think. 
That's cool. Or the Batman. It was whatever Bendis is writing, the Batman. Because Tom yeah. King is doing the Superman. Yeah, because they flip-flopped him. And it's, yeah, it's strange cool. how Wonder Girl shows up, and she kind of doesn't want to use her powers, but then I don't know if she's afraid to use her powers or yeah. there's a reason. It doesn't really tell you. But then mm-hmm. she has to get involved and and use her powers, which is pretty cool. They make her costume look more like um, the the cartoon, the DC Superpower Girls stuff. Oh yeah, the superhero the young girls. Adults, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, my daughter has one of those trades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does with like the skirt on. I think there's a scene mm-hmm. where, I, maybe I'm dreaming it, but where <laughs> Impulse is like using a bunch of things to to call out, like assemble and Titans together and all kinds of different things. Oh, Young Justice assemble, Young Justice united. <laughs> he just <starts laughs> calling out stuff. Well, and the whole time they're fighting, he's like running around saying, "It's happening! It's happening!" and and I'm I was like I wasn't getting it. I'm like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And then finally, he's like, "Young Justice is back." Yeah. <laughs> and the the Gem World people are there calling out for Superman. In other words, they're mm-hmm. calling out Superman, and Superman's not around. Yeah. So. That's how the Young Justice characters get involved. Yeah. And Jenny Hex just happens to be there, and so does uh, Teen Lantern. But she yeah. makes fun of her name. She says, maybe I should have a different name. <laughs> <laughs> and on the so, last page, it's kind of a big thing. It's uh, He runs into Connor Superboy. Yeah. Which is not Jonathan. Yeah, that's what I was um, curious about, too. Like, they they have the perfect opportunity to use John because John's back. And he's older. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's the, like the same age as, as this this Superboy. That, that part is confusing. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, well, how are they going to be different? What? I guess one is the son, and then one, you know, one's not even related. Was made at Project Catamus, so. Yeah. And Tim's relationship, and, and also um, Wonder Girl's relationship, is with Connor. Like they were in a love relationship in Jeff Johns' Teen Titans. Hmm. Like they loved each other. And then when he, when he. He died in Jeff John's uh, comic. Um, Tim sort of lost it, man. He was he was doing like what Bruce did when he thought he lost Damien. He was trying to bring him back to life. Yeah, I remember. I remember that. I remember yeah. hearing about that. So this this issue was was awesome. I liked it. And the art was fantastic. Yeah, Patrick Gleason, right? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, and then we do see Amethyst at the end too. That's true. 
Yeah, this was really it was really good. Yeah. I I read this one after I read Naomi and after I read this one I just thought, man, um DC is like just laughing so hard that they got Bendis because Bendis has been amazing. Yeah, he's pumping out a lot of stuff. And yeah, all, and it's, it's all impressive. it's all really good. And I don't know if you're reading the Jinx World stuff, but that is awesome. Like one of my favorite reads is Cover. I love that book. That's yeah, a I almost thing. I, I haven't got. I didn't get any of those. Um, yeah. I almost did, but yeah, I didn't. It's good. So he, I think my least favorite that he's doing so far is Superman. Just because it's so weird, like it, it, it just feels different. Where action comics, like I loved action. I gave it a five out of five. I got so engrossed in it with the red cloud stuff. It's more like oh yeah. It's more like down to earth. Like it's it's almost like a detective comic story. Yeah, it's it's a mystery. Everything's yeah. a mystery there. You're, the mystery of Leviathan, the ris- mystery of Red Cloud. Who's Red Cloud? Yeah, well, it's even a mystery for Clark. Like Clark, Clark thinks his wife is in space. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he runs into somebody, and he's like, "Lois." <laughs> yeah. That was weird. It's like she did not even tell him. And then the well, other part I find like absolutely fascinating is, if, if, if Barb had left. With Harley, <laughs> let's just say to go, to, to go into space, and then and then she came back. And Harley I, I would, has to go on a trip to all the dog parks. Yeah, that's right. And then she came the country. And then she came back, and she didn't come back with Harley. You know what yeah. I mean? I'd be like, "What the hell? You left, you, you left my son with crazy yeah. Jorel." You know, in space, yeah. where we we both didn't trust him. That's why you went in the first place. Yeah. And I don't know. It was like crazy. But imagine, imagine if he had, if if she had stayed now after after John came back. Like, if Lois had stayed, she would have been a lot older than Clark. Yeah. No, so that would have been even crazier. Yeah, that would have been, because what did they say it was? Three weeks, but it really was a lot longer in space? Yeah, it was like... Three years? <laughs> uh, I think they said... I thought they said seven years. Oh, yeah, because he came back like he was 17 or 18 or 16. Yeah, yeah. But that that does... Um, but I remember when we covered... Um, when we covered Action, the the first couple issues of the Bendis stuff and he kept showing he would have a he would keep showing like a page of Lois like sitting at her desk typing mm-hmm. even though she was in space and we're like what the heck's going on you know yeah, that was weird is this it, a different it, it wasn't it wasn't really telling you like five days ago or it, right. it looked like so it, it was really current was, time ha- it really was happening then and yeah but we were, you know, I was thinking, like, is this some different universe they're going to tie in? Like a different uh, um, Earth or something? Or Yeah. You know? And then, then he has to find out that 
Lois is, you know, writing this book currently from Cat Grant. Like, he's like, well, how do you know this? <laughs> and Cat's and, like, oh, I didn't know that you wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but the picture he sees is her with Luther. Yeah, because the gossip columnist <laughs> is taking pictures of her. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like wearing like just a shirt at the door and Luther's there and I'm like what the hell? Yeah. But he's like he he knows her so well. He's like he's like nothing is going on, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that the action has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Just amazing. And now now we know who Red Cloud is. Yeah. Um I should have saw that, but I didn't see it orig- originally. But that, you know what was fascinating with her? Mrs. Good is what is her name, right? She works at the paper. Yeah, and, and, and she's always been out to get Superman for some reason. Yeah, she goes, she goes undercover and hooks up with this organization, sort of like Leviathan, and buys kryptonite. Like, mm-hmm. buys kryptonite... And she doesn't know that Clark and Superman are the same person, so she takes her purse up to the office of the Daily Planet, and Clark just falls to his knees, and he gets, like, sicker in hell. And yeah. they're like, should we call the paramedics? Should we call the ambulance? What the hell's going on? And he's like, no, don't. But he uses, he manages to use his x-ray vision and looks at the purse and knows there's kryptonite, so he knows something's going on. And you know who he calls is is his best friend that he knows can take care of business. He calls Batman. Yeah. And Batman comes <laughs> and pretty much steals her purse and takes the kryptonite from her. He, and, and then he Superman says, scare. well, where's the kryptonite? And he goes, I'll take care of it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. <laughs> he, he, of course you will. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, yeah, she uh she yeah, she's just been doing little things like from the start that that have have made me question like what she's really up to. Yeah, her motives and stuff. And what yeah. she's really doing is she's sort of the red cloud and she's killing people. And then yeah. she, she then she tried to write an article in frame Superman for dropping a body out of nowhere onto the ground and it wasn't Superman. So Yeah. Perry's call Perry's calling her out. Like he he knows I think Perry knows something's up with her. Yeah. He questions her and he even asks uh, Clark to trail her to make sure that she's legit yeah that's one thing that that i like about or one thing that i've always liked about perry is that he he always has superman's back yeah so he's kind of looking out for him there um but yeah and then red cloud tries to kill she almost kills the the fire chief or fire deputy yeah that was she got close Oh yeah. man, did she get close? Superman just happened to show up like perfect timing. Yeah, I thought she, she was. A, she was I thought dead. she was. A, I thought she was a goner. I was kind of, kind of getting mad about it. I was like, no. <laughs> well, 
Well, it's, it, it's she's she's being told not to, you know, investigate the fires anymore by the mayor too. Yeah. So you know that that's weird in itself. That, that kind of shows you how deep this organization Leviathan sort of really is. And they're interesting. I, I find it fascinating because they have like their their sort of like Bible of what you can and cannot say. Because if you're a metropolis and Superman hears these key words, <laughs> you know he's yeah. gonna come after you. So they like know what to say and what not to say. They're kind of like the uh, the court of owls of Metropolis. Yeah, um, very much. Because they so. they're they it seems like, or at least he's he's making it out to be like they've been there for a little while, and Superman has no idea. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> But yeah, the mayor, the mayor's got the, the mayor's got some some big problems. He's he's like a drug addict or something. Yeah, he was on the floor when he used his X-ray vision, like he just yeah. did a heroin yeah. or crack or something. Yeah. So there's all kinds of weird stuff going on, and the oh, thing and... the thing the thing I love about this book though is it. It has all this mystery, but like all the characters are interesting. Do you know what I mean? It's like an interesting plot. It keeps oh, on yeah. going, and I want to know more, and I want to read the next one and read the next one. Superman's very different. Superman, I, like when I when I went to go pick up where we left off last time, I I sort of let them pile up since we had read last, and I was like, should I read these? In alternating, you know, like action Superman, action Superman, and mm-hmm. I, I kind of went to the back of action, and I, 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 it didn't say like go read Superman now, so I was like, okay, I'll just keep reading action, and I, I'm kind of glad I did because they're really separate stories. Yeah. In Superman, the one things I've noticed is the art by Ivan Rice is really really nice. <laughs> some of the splash panel, pa- panels are really fantastic but it it's really good. sort of the the Rogel's art fight like, yeah that, that's what it's concentrating on it's all about it's all very much krypton themed like it's all about krypton yeah and the part that confused me in the Superman is okay. So Star Labs did something when we read before to sort of put Earth in the Phantom Zone, and then the Atom and and crew had to to try to because everybody was getting sick. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the people that were in the Justice League were getting <laughs> ill. Because they couldn't yeah, deal with like, the atmospheres that were yeah. in the Phantom Zone, mm-hmm. and um, they they were all coming down ill. And Adam was working on a way to get Earth back, and he he did manage to get Earth back. And Superman was there fighting Rogozar, and he stayed in the Phantom Zone. And all of a sudden, um, Zod came, <laughs> and I found that was really interesting. Yeah. And Superman was just like, hey, I'm going to play this out and let Zod, you know, I, I think Zod will side with me. And he he was right. Mm-hmm. 
is he was working side by side with Zod, and then Adam sort of beams him out, and he's like, "Wait, wait, wait a minute! You got to put me back. <laughs> I, I was working in there." <laughs> yeah. And uh, they pull him out, and now Zod is left fighting Rogozar, and he sort of gets defeated by himself. So. Yeah, and they kind of. Um, cause they, when they pull Superman out, he's, he's mad about it and he wants to go back, but they kind of talk him out of it. They, uh, they say, look, they're both stuck in the phantom zone. Just leave, leave them there, you know, cause we need, there's stuff on earth that we need help with mm-hmm. and they get him to stay. Um, and it's like perfect timing too, because that's when John shows back back up. Yeah. I didn't expect that. He came back and he was old. <laughs> yeah, I didn't expect that. But either. I did like it. I did like like the reaction for Lois is like, you know, she's she's there. And she's like, Superman's coming home, and she's like, I'm gonna get my sexiness on. Like, we're gonna we're gonna have some <laughs> she, sex. And then he's she's like, wearing her robe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I brought our son home with me. <laughs> yeah, she she like pulls she like open the top right of her away. robe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was good. And then that's when John says, you know, I, I really think Grandfather's lost his mind. Yeah. Which he, he... We never got the idea, at least in the old issues, that he was sane or a good person. At least I didn't. Yeah, well, they didn't... He's very mischievous, like... Well, they left it... They kind of left it open, like... Because Superman never fully believed it was his dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, he still had that question, you know? Like, is that really him? Yeah. Um. So, it, so then they never really got into um, Jor-El's personality or anything. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what <clears throat> what he's been doing all this time. I I really did like the uh issue 7 I thought was awesome um with uh kind of showing what happened when um Jor-El and uh John and Lois Yeah, it was like a flashback scene. Yeah, when they were out in space um and it was cool <laughs> to see how like that one place like worshiped her because they like they knew the symbol and then he was like well why isn't why are they not worshiping you Jorel and he goes it's not it's not me it's Superman it's the symbol yeah. what the symbol means yeah and that's why Lois sort of left is she felt she was doing nothing there and that John was able to hold his own with Jorel on these adventures. Yeah, and all these all the all the people, all the aliens are asking Lois for help and she has no idea what to do. Yeah. So she's really just lost. So I, it I makes did think sense. it was 
I, th- I thought it was really funny that they ran into Lobo, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they did run into him. So, um, I liked action quite a bit more, but I, I did enjoy Superman. And I thought the art was really good in Superman. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I would agree. I, I like I like action more, um, but I really did enjoy Superman too. Yeah. And then final, how far did you get in action? Just out of curiosity. Um, one thousand and six was the last issue I got. Okay, I think I I read up to one thousand seven. Okay. But I didn't cover that one on purpose because <laughs> it's got some really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but it's almost like it's starting another arc, you know? Yeah. So I, I didn't want to get into that unless you'd read it. Yeah, 1006 um, ends with uh, Ms. Good meeting with the leader of Leviathan and then they show that car. Yeah. The the green car. That was awesome. Yeah. I thought that was awesome because that goes back to Action Comics number one. Yeah. I, I'm yep. glad you mentioned that. I forgot. <clears throat> yeah, so they they really do have something. That's against... exactly Court of Owls-ish, right? Yeah. yeah so let, let's say this Leviathan organization goes back to the very beginning of Superman. Right, and and that I think the car really kind of lets us know that they they really are against Superman or have something something against him, you know. Like it's not just um, a coincidence that they're in Metropolis. Yeah, I like their their uh, nicknames too. <clears throat> like, there's a couple of them that have nicknames. There was a guy that got thrown out from the sky that had a nickname and then there was that girl that um miss good went to get the kryptonite from they have like sweetie or i don't know it's like strange names yeah i don't remember those i have to look um i do like the uh i do like whenever they show um Whenever they show somebody's desk, there's a bunch of little post-it notes all over. Mm-hmm. And it, like, if you read the post-it notes, it's all stuff that's that's either happening in the DCU or it's um, just little like Easter eggs. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but then there's there's one other thing that that we didn't mention um it's really small but i thought it was it was kind of funny and i don't know if it'll end up being a thing or not but um uh jimmy mentions that um that he slept with talia oh did he yeah i I, I missed that well, it's really quick, and Superman, he's talking, well, he's tar- talking to Clark in the office, and Clark is ignoring him. Yeah. 
Um, because he's like scanning the room. Mm-hmm. And uh Jimmy uh <laughs> Jimmy says, Well, funny thing. Um and then he's kind of interrupted and he says, and that's why I think sleeping with Talia Al Ghul was a huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and Clark's just like, can you hold that thought, Jimmy? <laughs> and he throws up these post-it notes in the air and you can read it, two of them. And one of them says, Talia Al Ghul called. Mm-hmm. And then another one says, call Mrs. Al Ghul. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So she's really been around, man. She slept with Deathstroke, too. Yeah, but that's quite the pair, Talia and Jimmy. And Jimmy Olsen, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, two completely opposite people. (laughs) I think you'll like 107. It's it's got some more Jimmy, Jimmy stuff going on. Nice. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Bendis is perfect for for Superman, mm-hmm. with all the stuff we're seeing and and all the characters are engaging too, which yeah. is awesome. I hope he stays with it. <clears throat> yeah. For at least, you know, has a good run that that is long enough. You know, that it's not just a year. Yeah, a nice substantial run. Yep. I wouldn't mind either if, like, when Tom King's done, if he took over, if Bendis took over Batman. That I, would be interesting, yeah. I, I would like to see what he would do. Yeah, I think he, uh, yeah, I mean, I think he'd be, I think he'd be good at just about anything he wrote. Because um, Naomi's he, interesting, too. That's That's reading like a mystery. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's, uh, and I was going to say, um, so we don't really know exactly what Naomi's going to turn into, like, as far as her, her character and her, like, if she'll have powers or something, but Naomi couldn't, because, um, Nick Nick was saying how he wanted a book like Chase. Well, Naomi could end up being a book similar to that. Yeah. Because uh, she's the kind of strong female character, and we don't know exactly what she's going to be yet, I don't think. So, I mean, she could end up being some sort of investigator. Yeah. Ch- Chase did end up having powers, though. <laughs> She was meta human. So maybe maybe Naomi will be meta human too. I think she's got a Kryptonian connection. Yeah, well she she seems to like reading reading through this like it's like she was so desperate to find um earlier connections um so superheroes appearing in that town. Yeah, and it was almost like she was expecting to find something tied to her, you know? Because mm-hmm. she, cause, like, when the when she talked to the guy at the garage and he said the date that was her birthday, it was almost like she was expecting it, you know? Yeah. Or not her birthday, but the day she was the day adopted. The she was adopted, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> 
And it, it's interesting because it's an interesting issue because it's an issue based on circumstance more than character development. Like, you mm-hmm. don't really get to know a lot about Naomi other than she's in this town. It, it's It's kind of like a smallville type town where most of the town is white at least yeah. it looks like it um and she's she's a ado- with an adopted family and she's trying to find out this weird mystery like what's happened in this town because she's asking a lot of questions and i i think she feels like people are hiding stuff from her on purpose mm-hmm. and uh superman showed up in the town fighting mongol and uh, after that happened, she became real interested in Superman, and he had shown back up in the town, and she was like the only one that didn't get there in time to see him. Mm-hmm. So like it, it's it's interesting because it's all based on Superman so far appearing in that town. And she's yeah, she's really. She's really obsessed with uh, superheroes, it seems like, or at least with seeing Superman and um, kind of being close to that type of stuff. Yeah. And it's her first appearance, I think, is this comic. I don't think she's appeared elsewhere. Yeah. So that that's interesting. The Young it Justice did. would have had first appearance of the Green the Teen Lantern too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And this uh, it really did feel like a, a town like Smallville, which mm-hmm. was interesting. <clears throat> but I wonder if there's something with this the guy at the garage too. Um, yeah, because he didn't even want to tell her at, at first. She was it's, leaving yeah. when, and then he's like, "Wait, wait." Yeah, it's it's almost like he half wants to and half doesn't want to. Um, but then it's it's obvious that he's like hiding something else too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, obviously the other people in the town don't don't want her to know as well. Yeah, it's another mystery. So with action comics and that, there's a lot of well, mm-hmm. there's a lot of questions, which is good because it makes you want to come back and find out what's happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the art was really good on this book too. Oh yeah. I don't know if I recognize that guy's art, his work. I know who David Walker is. Because he's been all over the place, but uh, Jamal Campbell. Oh, did David Walker, did he co-write this? Yeah. Okay. I think he did the dialogue and concept with with Bendis. So Bendis had the idea and worked with Walker to implement it. Yeah, I didn't look at the credit page, but... I was wondering. I was wondering what which Walker it was. I. But yeah, I. I am familiar with David Walker. So this guy had some work in Supergirl. Not a lot of work, but I guess most of his work was in Green Arrow. 
And he did sure. Justice League Rebirth Vixen. So he's fairly new. Yeah, he's good. <clears throat> I really like the the page the page um with all the the kids. They're like hanging out in a park or something. Yeah. Like with the See, trees and like the it sunset. It seems like all the kids are pretty cool here for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that covers everything we're going to cover. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, all winners in my opinion. Yeah. Good stuff. I I liked action a hell of a lot more than I thought I would. That's for sure. Oh yeah. I got it's addicted. So... I got so addicted. I was like, "Where's the next one?" And then I was looking yeah. for the next one. Oh, there's no more. Damn. I wanted to keep going. Yeah, it's so good. It'll be it'll definitely be one that I'll want to reread again. Mhm. Really good. So we got to decide what we're going to cover next time. Mhm. Yeah. Um So let's see. Um so we could <clears throat> we could keep going on the JLA stuff if you want. Okay. You have the next uh, few issues? That? Yeah, yeah. Um, trying to see what the next arc is. So we got to 82. <clears throat> so they have a one a one shot story called American Nightmare. American Nightmare, yeah, and then, and then trial, we got by, trial fire. by fire, and that's six that's issues. A big that's one. a big one. Yeah, I mean. I'd be fine covering all of it if you want. Okay. We'll do American Nightmare and Trial by Fire. Yeah, yeah it looks like Scorch will be a part of that as well. Yeah, yeah might so. as well just finish this Joe Kelly stuff. We're close. Yeah, yeah, that's fine with me. And I have a little note on 88... Plastic Man returns, so that's gonna be fun. I saw him on one of the covers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Um. Trying to see what else we could cover as far as new stuff. Detective? Did you want to get caught up on that? You said it's really good. Yeah, yeah, we could do Detective because the... (coughs) I think the first... I think the first Tomasi arc should be over by the next show, I think. Um, and then um, what about uh, would you want to cover Red Hood with that also? Yeah, we can do that. 
I think it's been a little while since we did that one. Okay, we'll do Red Hood. Detective. Detective and Justice JLA. Yeah, and we have a pretty big, pretty big JLA arc to cover. Yeah, so. so we're pretty caught up in the other two, so maybe three issues or four. On yeah. Those other ones. Yeah, that'd be good. Cool deal. Well, you can reach us at dcnoisepodcast.com and um, also on Facebook you can do the sa- search on the same the same DC Noise podcast and find all of the episode threads there. Um, Kyle is at Kyle Pettit 5 and uh, I am K, K Pettit, K Pettit five. sorry. K Pettit yep. 5. And I'm at Mike Myers Brunch. You can send questions at any time, just like Nick, and uh, <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll get to them for the next uh, episode. And um, what else? I think that's about it. And the next books we're covering are we're getting caught up on Red Hood. We're doing seven issues of JLA, and we're doing Detective. Wow, seven issues! That we're getting close to the end of Monkey Run. I think. Yeah, we're uh, we're 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 close. Yeah, what number does his end at? Um, his last man. Well, maybe we should cover up to ninety. Is that it's where only, his it's ends? It's only one more issue. That's where it ends. Oh, okay. Yeah, we might as well. Yeah, that works for me. Yeah, I didn't know it ended so quickly. Hmm. No, wait. Is that is that right? Yeah, because then it's got Denny O'Neill on 91, 92, and 93. Yep, so I, I guess we'll, we could, should go to 90. It's only one more issue. Huh. We're, we're almost done. And 90 has a great cover. It's called Resolutions, and it has Batman's hand touching Wonder Woman's. Oh, nice. Yeah. (laughs) That should be interesting. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, we'll talk to you in two weeks, Kyle, and you have a good one, my friend. Yeah, you too. All right. Take care. Yep. See you, Mike. Bye.